We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm Alex L. And I'm Libby Delena. Welcome, Welcome to, to This Morning, morning Walk, Walk Podcast. Good morning, Alex. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good. How was your walk? My walk was good this morning. It was quick. I was chugging along because I had some things to do today, but it was really good. How about yours? It was cold, beautiful. I was with a dear friend. It too was short, but it was nourishment for the day. And I'm going to think back on that walk with everything I do today, quite honestly. Blue skies, could hear the birds, could kind of smell spring in the air. Mm. The light is a little bit brighter. It was beautiful. So what were you thinking about on your walk? It's interesting you just said you could hear the birds <laughs> because the birds around here were going off today too. Like they were singing and fluttering about and like giving us that spring is among us vibe. And it felt so nice. And there's this tree that I walked by and it started to bud. And I'm so excited because it's just like, oh, the colds will be behind us soon and these crisp spring days will be, you know, in front of us. And I'm really, really excited about that. So what I was thinking about on my walk today, which was a pretty cold walk, was going step by step through life and finding clarity in the nothingness, in the silence so that was coming up. I took my AirPods out. I wasn't listening to anything but the birds. And it was just like, wow, I'm here and I'm I'm still here. Like after all the stuff I've walked through in my life, like I'm still here step by step. Mm, that's beautiful. I, I think the thing about step by step is that essentially what it does, it breaks down the actual act of walking into smaller pieces into intentional components. And I would even say step-by-step step for me when I think about that is also this reminder of breathe in, breathe out. You and I have talked about this walking practice as being almost a meditative practice. And so that notion of step-by-step breaking this act down into its essential parts. This It really requires you to be really present because you're thinking about each one of those steps. And as each step lands on the earth, for me, I'm thinking about oh, that breath in, that breath out, that breath in. It's sort of like this beautiful natural metronome. <laughs> so for me, step-by-step step is a reminder of the essentialness. It's the reminder of breathe in, breathe out. And I think, I don't know, for me, that that idea of step-by-step step is useful in so many areas of my life. Do you find that? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, Walking is just one aspect of where it shows up, like the literal step by step. And then if we slow down enough to, you know, be mindful about the present moment of the walk, you know, we can un unpack it in that way, too. But I also think about the life that I have created and have wanted to create and how it's taken each moment and each step intentional 
step forward and, you know, unintentional steps backwards to provide this like teaching. And of course, when we're in the thick of it or when we're not doing things mindfully, which, you know, sometimes as human beings, we don't. I mean, I feel like a lot of the times as human beings, we're not being as mindful and present as we could be. And so the slowing down to look at the steps I've taken in my life to get to where I am today has been extremely loud lately for me in my healing work, in my meditation, in my journal work, and even just, you know, in my inner dialogue. Like so often I discredit how far I've come or I hold it with this air of, yeah, but you still have so much further to go. So there isn't a lot of gratitude there, right? So it's like, how do we or how do I slow down and honor each step and actually like take inventory of the process and the journey that I've been on? And I think that's what walking has taught me how to do. I'm not perfect at it. But when I remember to be in the moment, I'm not only focusing on the steps in front of me, but also every step it's taken for me to get to where I am. Oh, I love that. And you're you're right. I think, you know, this notion of step by step can be, we can hold it with the actual act of walking. But when we apply it to how we live our lives, that each day, each act that we take is in fact conscious. It is in fact a step in our life. Some steps are icy. Some steps are with a headwind. Some steps have rain dripping down the back of our coat, but we keep taking those steps. And what I hear you saying when you talk about, you know, thinking about being a little self-critical about I have so much further to go. Mm. I think the interesting thing about that is, I don't know, I've I've been thinking a lot about this on my walk is, I don't even, there is no destination in Mm -hmm. these walks. Mm -hmm. There is no there, there. It is, in fact, only about taking each step and seeing what shows up in each moment, each step. Mm -hmm. I don't have a defined place where I'm going to go. And I'm wondering if you feel that way with your life. Who's to know where we end up? And so we're not walking necessarily towards anything specific. We are in the process of walking and being attentive to that place and that path. I love that. And I also think that I have a lot of reframing to do and unconditioning (laughs) to do because I do feel like there are places I want to be there are other things that I want to do. There is so much further to go. And I also know that that's deeply rooted in ego and deeply rooted in this idea that I should be somewhere else. And so a part of my unlearning is to hold space for the intention and the goals that I have for myself and also know that it's okay to not have a destination to arrive to. It's okay to just be in the moment. And I think that that's the duality of like human nature is trying to figure out how to mindfully be in the moment, not thinking of the past, not thinking of tomorrow, but to be here. And it's a work in progress, at least for me, because walking has taught me so much about slowing down. And then after my walk, life continues. And I haven't figured out today as of March 4th, 2022, 
marks 166 days of walking. I checked today for the first time in a while. (laughs) And I've come to realize that over this time or during this time of walking, I haven't quite yet found the balance of moving intentionally throughout my day, if that makes sense. So I'm walking with intention, but then the walk ends and life, you know, happens. I got, I have three kids. I have work to do. I have meetings. I have this. And I'm trying to find a way to like really harmonize it all so that I'm still offered moments of intention and being here in my immediate moment, if that makes any sense. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It makes a ton of sense. And I think it is um, back to our step by step. So the walk ends, we enter into this world where there's to do lists and groceries to collect and things to attend to. Mm -hmm. And I think that's exactly where that notion of step by step comes, you might catch yourself, you might be in the midst of doing that and realize, oh, my gosh, I've lost my footing, I've lost my grounding, I'm not taking it step by step, I'm just you know, sort of got my head down doing this work. And so I think it's not unlike a seated practice where we might sit and be very grounded and centered for a while, and then our mind wanders. It goes off someplace else. It starts thinking about a to-do list, and then you just invite it back, right? You invite that thinking, that breath, that step back. One thing I wanted to just note, which is sort of about this concept of destination, I, I think the notion of We all have places we want to go, and I think it's an important thing to loop back on, which is, I agree, I have places where I want to go. I think the thing I don't know is which, there's a zillion paths to get to that place, right? And each path offers its own lesson. So I too, like you, ego-based, have places where I, I do want to get to, and I think for me, my unlearning, my practice is to think there's only one path to get to that place. And therefore, I think that's why I said earlier, I don't know where there is yet, in part because there's a zillion ways it could go. There's, I could turn left, I could turn right, I could take a big loop around. And so I think for me, it's the step-by-step is realizing that, in fact, I I sort of know the direction I want to go, but I want to be open and attentive to the fact that there's options, there's different trailheads, there's different walkways, there's different streets I could take to get to the same place. So in a way, I have this general idealized place I want to get to, but what I want to be present for is the opportunity to take several different paths. (laughs) Does that make sense? I love that. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. That reframing makes a lot of sense. Like, yes to, you know, having goals and, and intentions and things we want to do in this life and also being okay with the paths looking different than what we envision. Yeah, beautifully said, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that. I'm curious, when you started walking 10 years ago, when did you start connecting with the step-by-step thought process of it all? Oh, what an interesting question. I think most likely it became something that I held very dear in terms of a way to sort of navigate life when things, in particular when things got challenging, probably on one of the first winters where there were days where it just seemed ungodly cold and completely unfriendly in terms of the weather outside. There was possibly a stiff headwind and ice. And I thought to myself, wow, I've made this commitment to myself to do this. But Mother Nature doesn't seem particularly hospitable today. This is, there's going to be some interesting lessons along this walk. And I do remember one walk where I had to slow down quite a bit. And I remember feeling this sort of level of frustration. I don't know if I had to sort of get back for something. And I do remember the thought sort of coming to the foreground, which was, wow, slow it down, sister. You need to be attentive to each step because the ground isn't solid. It's icy. And you're on a path where they're, you know, I was walking perhaps on the side of the road and you've got to be attentive to the other people in this space. And so I think it's, I don't remember a specific moment or a specific time. I'm just reflecting on it was most likely, because it's what happens now, on those weather days, big weather days, where the only thing I can do is to honestly get really present with the moment, whether it's it's unpleasantly cold or super rainy. And so my steps slow down, they become much more intentional. The weather makes me really tune into that exact moment because I'm really concentrating on how to stay comfortable. So I think it's probably Mother Nature's lesson during big storms when she sort of says, you know, it's time for you to slow down, look around, take each step with a a more conscious step. And then, of course, learning that lesson and taking the sort of metaphor of storms to, you know, maybe to the office or to family issues where things felt stormy. I remember thinking, okay, the lesson you learned that was literal in, in your walk can be applied to these scenarios. So if it's a you know, a hard conversation at work, I remember thinking, okay, just break it down to step by step, breath by breath. Don't try and, you know, don't try and cover the whole walk in in one fell swoop. Break it down, go slow, go gently. Mm-hmm. Break it down, go slow, go gently. I love that. Why do you think it's come up for you this week? Why is that sort of thought process or the the notion of step-by-step, why do you think it's arrived in your walks? Hey, walk stars. I want to turn you on to one of my favorite podcasts in the entire world. It's the 10% Happier Podcast, and it has one guiding philosophy. Happiness is a skill you can learn, and I truly believe this. So why not master it? Hosted by Dan Harris, a journalist who had a panic attack on national television and then set out on a journey of transformation. He's now on a quest to help others achieve peace and happiness. 
Every week, Dan talks to top scientists, meditation teachers, and even the odd celebrity in wide-ranging conversations that explore topics like productivity, anxiety, enlightenment, psychedelics, and relationships. The interviews cover everyone from Brene Brown to Alexander Drayman to Sam Harris. So, Walkstars, as you know, this podcast is much more than just about walking. It's the same for 10% Happier. Think of listening to 10% Happier as a workout for your mind. Find 10% Happier wherever you listen to podcasts. I really, (laughs) I'm not really sure, but (laughs) if I was to unpack it right now, I would say that my seasonal depression is really, really challenging for me. And it's been heightened the past couple of weeks. And the cold just makes me sad. It's helpful that the sun is coming up a bit earlier. It's helpful that it's staying out a bit later. But the cold weather here in Maryland has been terrible for my mood. And it doesn't matter how... (laughs) much meditation I do, how much I try to look on the bright side, how positive I try to be when I step outside and it's 19 degrees and I am headed on a walk. It takes me like half the walk to get it together so I can be there because I'm uncomfortable. I'm sad. I'm wishing it was warm. I'm wishing I wasn't sad about it not being warm. Like there's so many moving parts. And there was a really nice day last week. It was like 70 degrees. And I was like, finally, beautiful weather. I feel good. You know, I'm in a great mood. I stepped outside. I took a big inhale and I was just like, oh, this is what I've been waiting for. And then the next day it was 20 degrees. And I was like, oh my God. So it was like this up and down and it was like this gift that I was receiving and then it got snatched away and (laughs) I um the next day I think it was just a lesson for me to be like you made this promise to yourself you're going to go because I really almost didn't go I was like I can't handle this and my hand warmers like were dead and I was just like oh my gosh (laughs) 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 this is not the day but of course You go anyway, right? Because that's a part of nurturing my mental health is keeping the promises to myself and going anyway. Because once I get moving, even if it takes me half the walk to get myself together, I eventually get myself together. And so having the reminder of it being this step might feel really hard, this one too, and the next few, but eventually the ease will come. And that's what I've been trying to remind myself of in life, right? Is that things are hard and ease comes. Things are sad and happiness will reemerge. Like holding two things together and letting that be okay for two things to exist at once. Mm, That's beautifully said. I love that. I also think, well, A, congratulations on 166 days. I do think that's also the power of this 
I'll call it long-term commitment to ourselves, is we know that things get better with a walk. I know that. I know no matter what, even if it takes me until I'm walking up the back steps to get myself together, mm. I know that by the time mm. I come in the back door, things will things will feel better. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Like, I really love that because sometimes we don't get ourselves together until we're coming back in the house. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. And we're grateful to have that cup of tea. Um, but we may not get ourselves together until we get in the back into the house. But once we are back, don't you also feel like, good for me. I just did that. I kept that promise. That was hard. That was icy. I didn't feel good during a lot of it, but I did it. And that's where, for me, sometimes the, you know, that moment of everything's better after a walk comes in. So as we wrap up, I am curious to know what tea you're drinking today. Oh, well, thank you for asking. I know you and I have a, a love affair with lovely tea. I am drinking a very, very peppery with a lot of cardamom. It's called a smoky chai. And I've been adding, recently I've been adding a little sort of frothy almond milk and I'm drinking it out of a mug that means the most to me. It's um, just a simple, simple little hand thrown mug by a dear friend of mine. So as I hold this chai in with two hands, which feels like a really, I don't know, sort of a beautiful ritual, and I drink this peppery, beautiful tea, it's, uh, it, oh, it's so nourishing. I love it. Thank you for, what are you drinking? So I'm drinking a peppermint guayasa. I don't know if I say that right, but it's a peppermint guayasa tea. It's, um, really strong. Like I love peppermint. So I actually steep my peppermint tea for a much longer than it should be because I love that flavor with a little bit of uh, honey. And it's in this cactus mug that's hand thrown by a woman named Stephanie Lee. And I found her on Instagram and the mug was so cute. It looks like a little cactus and it brings me a lot of joy. And so, yeah. That's what I'm drinking today. I love that. And I think you and I have had a conversation recently that actually making a cup of tea is like going for a walk step by step. Yes. You intentionally think about the water and the clouds that the water came from. You let it boil. You So I, I love how step by step then navigates over into those other arenas of our life. Me too. Have a great day. I love hearing your voice. <laughs> Have a great day, too. I love hearing yours. I will talk to you very soon. <laughs> okay. I love walking with you. I love walking with you. Bye, friends. This Morning Walk podcast is produced by me, Wayne Bertram. Me, Alex L. And me, Libby Delena. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Your support is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to follow This Morning Walk on Instagram for weekly journal prompts and photos from our walks. Until next time. Take care. Thanks for walking with us.